All right, that's the smooth jazz of WHGE 95.3 FM. We are your black mental liberators, okay? We are here for you. This is your radio station, the one and only WHGE, the only black-owned and operated news information and advocacy and education station for the city of Wilmington and perhaps the state of Delaware as we move forward, perhaps even the world as we are on the web. Check out our website, ladies and gentlemen. There you will find all of your favorite radio personalities and you can chime in. If you missed a show, you can go there and catch up with all of the latest news and information that each and every one of us will bring to you. I am Rochelle Wilson, here for Make Some Intelligent Noise, the justice movement, the movement for equal and systemically equal justice under the laws for black, brown, and indigenous-hued people, okay? So, you know, I'm talking about our Native Americans, our brown, our Spanish, our Latin Americans, all of us, those who are African-based. Uh, we deserve... We deserve equal justice under the law, and I know you've heard me say that on more than one occasion, uh, but I've got to start off by saying what's happening in Mississippi uh, definitely leaves one to say, hmm, okay, some of the laws that, uh, that representatives, House representatives are attempting to bring in, to bring back into law. Many of us have already heard of it. The old Jim Crow laws, new and updated. All right. Making separate and unequal facilities, um, starting with the courtrooms and our judges and our police force. Now, I'm sure all of us have a different opinion on it. Maybe you have more information on that particular subject than I do. So feel free to share with me what your knowledge is on this, uh, these laws that are trying to be passed, these bills for, to bring back the Jim Crow laws into the South. And trust me, if it comes back in the South, it will migrate here to the North and it will be implemented all over these states. All it takes is for one state to get it passed and the other states seem to have a way of follow the leader. Okay, whoever the leader may be. Remember, we're talking about the new world order. There are people in position and have been people in position who are the wealthy and the prestigious as well as the powerful. And we all have a name for them, which I, you know, I won't go too deep into that, but I got to tell you, those people have been running America, the nation, and perhaps had their fingers in the cookie jars all around the world as to what happens in this world as we move forward. Uh, no one's ever going to take my voice away from me as I've done the research on the COVID. You know, I have found interesting facts that uh, mainstream media simply does not want to share because those in control of the new world order do not want you to know. But it could become life-threatening to be a whistleblower in today, 2023, which today is March 18th, 2023. 
It's a lovely Saturday out, although the weather is calling for rain in a bit. Uh, so just get prepared for that and enjoy the sunshine while you can. But uh, in moving forward with my story and my disheartenment at what's taking place in Mississippi in their legislature uh, is very, very disheartening. Uh, the audacity on many levels is really, you know, uh, it's just stunning. It's almost shocking to the conscience, right? It's almost shocking to the conscience to see what is taking place in, in Mississippi legislature uh, in order to separate courtrooms where some courtrooms would hold only uh, black, as they would call them, black defendants. Now, when I say I'm black and I'm proud and I talk about black, brown and golden hued people, uh, I'm absolutely talking about the color of our beautiful, beautiful skin, our hues. All right. The human in each and every one of us. But when I talk about the law, when I talk about sitting in a courtroom, a room, a house of court, I will not call myself black, nor will I call my brothers and sisters black. But remember, black in a courtroom is not the James Brown, I'm black and I'm proud. Black in a courtroom means you have no standing in the law. You are a ward of the state. You are not even... You are not in your sovereign capacity, and so therefore you are a ward of the state. You may even call yourself a United States citizen, and if you call yourself a United States citizen, uh, you know, in a courtroom or in places where legalities are practiced, then you are saying, I am a slave to the state to which I reside. You have a mailing address. You have a residence you have an address. These are all signs, symbols, and documentations that you are a corporate ward of the state. Uh, you know, one of the things that I love doing, absolutely love doing for so, so very long, many years, I studied under the tutelage, uh, the DVDs as much as I could go in person, I did, but the DVD teachings of Queen Valera. Queen Valera, and some say Valera, uh, you know, tomato, tomato, but I called her, what I heard her say was Queen Valera. And so she taught Moorish law. She taught sovereignty law, citizenship versus corporate, you know, and, 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 and the rabbit hole just gets really, really deep. Uh, but it was because of her and teachers like the great Commit to Bay, uh, and other amazing teachers that I was able to study under that I've learned so much about my uh, sovereign status versus a corporate ward of the state. All right. So when I talk about black, when I use the word black, I'm using it from James Brown. I'm black and I'm proud. Okay. Beautiful, melanated creators. That's what I mean when I say my black, brown, golden, and indigenous brothers and sisters. This is the language that I use. However, when you hear me speak the word black in regards to anything legal, it simply means that they are not, they have no standing in the law. And I will not call myself nor my brothers and sisters that. 
All right. Uh, so, you know, if you've never heard of Queen Valera, do a Google search. I'm, I'm good for telling folks to, you know, do a quick Google search and find out more information. Uh, you will be absolutely enamored with her teaching. She's very straightforward, straight to the point, and she gives it to you real and raw. So you want to check her out. If you can still pull it up, I'll tell you, I watched her. I learned under her in a time when DVD players were prominent, right? So that tells you a little bit about the length, how long ago I'm talking about studying the law, the Moorish law, the sovereign laws uh, under Queen Valera. And uh, DVD players were happening then. I don't even have one now, but you know what I did? Because I want to go back to just a refresher course on understanding standing or comprehending more about citizenship versus corporate ward state or citizenship uh, of the of of the ward of the state so I want to refresh that. So I went on Amazon and did the only thing any woman can do. I went on Amazon Prime and I, I ordered myself <laughs> a small miniature DVD player, right, for a couple of bucks. So, you know, I can go back in uh, to my study. And it was because of her that I understood or comprehended the importance of having a Black's Law Dictionary. If you don't have that in your repertoire of law and you are legally involved in things, please. It's worth the purchase. Go out and grab yourself an actual hand hell Black's Law Dictionary. Anything uh, from the, uh, I'd say, 7th edition upwards. 7654321. Because it's the original, right? After 789, you start getting into the amended laws and etymology of words. And so that's where the words of art are words of color. Colorful art come into play and you really have to you really have to understand sovereign law to know what I mean when I say words of art are, are colorful art in a courtroom right so I'm not going to go too far down that path with you at this time but I highly recommend that you go ahead and pull it up on a Google search and find her as well as uh, commit to Bay and, and other amazing teachers that I've studied under so uh, if you're interested in learning more about your sovereign law but remember there's a lot of uh, bull shiitake out there there's a lot of bull shiitake out there so you have to study whatever you study you study over that you make sure that you do the extra study of whatever it is that you're studying that's how you really authenticate or qualify the information it's very important ladies and gentlemen don't just pull up anything read it and, and think you can fly with it I'm, I'm assuring you I put it to the test in the courthouses in the rooms of court, I have been in there and practiced and applied my Moorish sovereignty laws for my standing, right? Uh, a couple, I had to lose some in order to comprehend how to win. And so now I understand, I comprehend how to win uh, through my sovereignty law because I had to take a few losses, right? I had to eat those, right? I thank God it was only in small matters, but when it came to the big stuff, I... I I was in my proper standing, and I'll just say it to you that way. I was in my proper standing. I understood, comprehended the, the, the language. It's all about words, words of art, right? It's all about the black robe uh, of the magician, right? You have to be able to talk to the magician who sits at the bench uh, in these rooms of court. You got to know the language to talk to the magician who wears the black robe 
in the courthouse, the rooms of court. All right, so moving forward from there, I still find it disheartening and disappointing of what is being attempted in Mississippi because I realize at my age, you know, I, I had to trade in my youth, right, in order to obtain wisdom, and I can clearly see through my intuition and my wisdom. If they pass it in Mississippi, they're going to they're gonna bring it to other states here in America. And if we don't fight it in Mississippi, we may not have an opportunity to do so at a later date. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, let's get behind this. Uh, you know, actually, I recently became a member and I will now be corresponding with the poor, uh, poor man's campaign. So Poor People's Campaign, I'm sorry, Poor People's Campaign, uh, which is advocating against the new Jim Crow laws being reinstated into anywhere on American or North American lands. All right. So please get with the Poor People's Campaign. Become a member. Uh, it's not about what's in your wallet. It's about what's in your heart and your will to do what is right, morally right. Let's pull out the moral barometers and let's recognize what is right from what is incorrect uh, moving forward in terms of behaviors here in America. We don't want to go backwards to Jim Crow. We want to move forward. We want to move forward. Now, if you want to talk reparations and 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 give us back all that you've taken from us, uh, American government, right? Supreme American government. If you want to give us back everything that you have stolen from us uh, for and pay us for everything we built for you here in America, every single thing we built, we taught, we invented, you want to pay us back for that or pay us a, a fair wage salary for that, uh, then let's have that conversation and talk about reparations. Let's get at that table. I'm with that. Okay. I'm absolutely a hundred thousand percent with that. I'm with it. But in regards to what's taking place, uh, with trying to bring back the Jim Crow laws. No, I'm not with that. And I do not support that. And I'm praying that you America for the sound of my voice that that this this will reach everyone please share share this information begin these conversations sitting around the dinner table uh or the water cooler at the office start talking about the old Jim Crow laws being reinstated here on American soil right Right. Let's have that conversation. And so also in regards, again, just final note on the reparations. I would love to see you give us the money that we are entitled to have for building this nation and for all that you stole from us. I'd love to see us with that money and give us a fair shot, an equal playing ground. Right. That's equality under the laws. Give us that money back and let us build our own schools and community centers and hire the best black, brown, and golden lawfully standing uh, teachers in America to teach our children. And so we can save our children by bringing back our teachers, uh, giving them the community centers that they need, uplifting their parents, grandmom, grandpa, let pop out of jail. Uh, he's been there for 10, 15 years. Get dad out of jail. You know, you want a reparations, reparations, the root word of that is repair, to repair something that has been broken. And whether you want to admit it or not, American government, uh, for 400 years, you broke us or you attempted to break us. You bent us 
but we refuse to break. It's not in our nature. By the nature of the melanin of our skin, we are unbreakable. But you did bend us. You bent us over backwards. American government, you bent us over backwards. But you did not break us. So you want to repair that which you bent over backwards? Then give us the money to build our own schools, our own churches. You know, we can be separate. Close off the red lines and let us buy homes in any neighborhood we want to live in. Change the economy for the jobs. Uh, you know, what's taking place with, with jobs in America and how much we have contributed <laughs> to the workforce here in this nation. Yeah, let's talk about reparations. Let's talk about repairing that what you bet to the point of broken. You didn't break us, but God knows it's not for a lack of trying. And that is not to say uh, that you didn't, you know, American government, you didn't try to break our Native American, what you call Indians. You call them Indians. They're actually indigenous people to these lands. But OK, for the sake of common knowledge, we'll say the Indians. You tried to break the Indians. There was even a point in time in history right here in this nation where you tried to break the, the Irish. Certainly not to the same degree are the same level, are the same inhumanity that you put on uh, black, brown, and golden people and Indians. You didn't do that to the Irish, but you definitely, uh, you indentured them. Irish people were indentured in this, in this nation for many years. And then finally they got their comeuppance and their liberation and now they're, you know, they're just a wonderful group of folks. Right? So, Moving forward from there, no one, not one human being in this nation upon these North Amexamore lands has been more distraught, displaced, disproportionately unequal treatment than those who are black, brown, and golden, melanated, hued people. No one. They're not even the Jews. Hitler used to pick the Jews uh, for the gas chamber based on the color of their eyes. If they had brown eyes, they absolutely had something in them uh, that was Jewish, and he put them first in the, in the gas chamber. They went first, brown-eyed people. Brown-eyed people went first to the gas chamber uh, during the Holocaust, but even the Holocaust was not as severe or traumatic for generations as slavery was to the black, brown, and golden. And remember, historically, we could just put a time limit on it. We'll say 400 years for slavery. The Holocaust was what? How long? 50 years? 25 years? It did not extend to the same length of time. The duration of atrocities that took place in the Holocaust did not extend for 400 years. And that's even when we go to the Bible and we look at what the Egyptians did to the Jews or, or what the, you know, the Romans did to the Egyptians. And, and what the Jewish people uh, did to, to, to their own people. Right? So history has a way of repeating itself unless you change it. 
unless you change the narrative at the table. History has a way of repeating itself. So let's not go back to the Jim Crow laws. We're doing everything we can. We, we the people who were standing as advocates, actively involved in what's going on, we're advocating to move forward for those reparations, for those equal schools and equal jobs. That's what we're doing. So let's not go backwards to the old Jim Crow laws. And that's my two cents in that particular penny jar. That's my two cents in the penny jar. You may not like the truth, but I still got to tell it. I got to tell it as I see it. And if you have a truth that's different than mine, I welcome your thoughts and viewpoints and opinions. Please chime in and let me know what you think. I'd like to know what do you think about the what's taking place in Mississippi? Do you agree? And if you do or if you don't, give me a call. Uh, it's my understanding now that technology uh, has upgraded us and we are able to receive your phone call. So our number here is 844-944-3953-844-944-3953-95.3 FM WHGE and I'm Rochelle Wilson making some intelligent noise for equal and systemically equal justice under the law. I'll be more than happy. Uh, just dance around. Stop my feet. When you tell me that the United States of American government, the corporate ward, the corporate ward state, you, you saw in cap letters, state of Delaware, this is a corporate ward state, right? I would love to hear you tell me uh, that the reparations are now being dispensed to all of those who have a Native American, which you call Indian, indigenous roots to North Amexamore and to those who are of African descendant that you were now repairing that which you attempted to break. You bent it over, but you didn't break it. Love to hear about reparations for that, right? So moving forward, uh, we are still in March. It is absolutely a time to honor uh, women and the history. And since I am on Black and I'm Proud Radio, James Brown, Black and I'm Proud Radio, I've got to bring to highlight the women of color. And I don't mean that lawfully, because if you're a person of color, uh, that means something different in the courtroom than that means here at the radio station. But if you are a melanated, hued woman, then I want to bring some honor and some respect to your achievements. And I've got to tell you, many of us are aware of the legacy, the teachings, the amazing, uh, just, just the legacy of Dr. Ava Muhammad from the Nation of Islam. I want to take a moment to shout, to shout out our beautiful and illustrious, God rest her soul. She is with, uh, in the light of Allah now. Dr. Ava Muhammad, thank you for leaving us with so much information and so much knowledge and your amazing teachings. We thank you for giving us that. You're a trailblazer and we love you. We appreciate you, Dr. Ava Muhammad from the Nation of Islam. I want to also take a, a moment to give a shout out to some local Beautiful, beautiful, brown-hued women. First and foremost, uh, I've got to say peace and grace to Abundance Child. 
I call her Impressa. She and I love each other uh, to the level of sister. We are sisters. And I don't have a lot of friends, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I'm just not a friendly person or unapproachable. I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't have a lot of friends in my life. It seems that uh, the divine Holy Spirit uh, keeps me separated from a whole group of friends. A lot. But I can honestly say, Abundance Child is my sister, but she is my friend. And I honor her for her achievements, three generations of self-owned, black-owned business. And again, I don't mean black from a lawful perspective. All right? Don't take it out of context. Okay? Her mother, herself, and now her daughters. Three generations of women, black, beautiful, brown-hued women, are running a business here in Wilmington called the Drop Squad Kitchen, where they serve their own creation of soul food, vegan food. How's that for being healthy and tasty at the same time? Now, we know that uh, for a little bit, Drop Squad Kitchen, because of the COVID pandemic, has been in a slight conundrum. The finances to keep the doors open have been in a bit of a conundrum. However, we see the light of day thanks to your help and your support and your giving and your charity through her GoFundMe to keep the doors open to this historic and iconic restaurant. Thank you. We appreciate you, Abundance Child. Impressa. But also, more importantly, we appreciate you, those who gave and supported her GoFundMe. And for those of you who are continuing to visit her restaurant and allow her to serve you soul food, vegan food. Soulful vegan food. I love it. It's absolutely amazing. I had something she called it. I think she called it a, a cheesesteak. But I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what it was made of. I told her, whatever it is, it's delicious. I know you got some something from out there in them woods. And we just laughed. <laughs> you know, I tease her all the time. I don't know where you get these plants from, out in the backwoods, right? But I'm just teasing her and playing with her because the food is so absolutely amazing. So I want to give her a shout out for being the strong woman that she is and holding on and persevering. She never once reached out to any of us for help until it was divinely the appointed time to do so. And when she did, she screamed to the top of her spiritual lungs, help! And you, the people, you came to her rescue. And I believe that we're going to be able to meet that goal and keep the doors open to the Drop Squad Kitchen. So shout out to Abundance Child. If you haven't had your meal for today, shoot on over there. They're open uh, and they're ready to serve. But I also want to take a moment to shout out a very humble woman, uh, a beautiful brown-hued woman who's extremely humble. She's extremely humble and she doesn't want me to talk about how amazing she is because she's so humble. But I got to tell you, I've had firsthand experience. I'm a witness and I can testify to the goodness of this woman's character and to the goodness of her heart. I've got to throw a shout out there and say what you got to say. I'm, I'm showing all kind of love to Council Representative Michelle Harley. She never misses an opportunity if she sees a need for help. That somebody is screaming from their spiritual lungs, help! Somehow her spirit hears it and she will be the first 
or amongst the first to come to that aid. And I love her for that. It's authentic. It's not because she's one of our elected public servants. She truly takes public servant for real. She takes that seriously. She answers to God in her, in her language. She'll tell you that I answer to a higher power. So I got to do what I'm supposed to be doing while I'm here. So I'm shouting out Michelle Harley as a representation of what good moral character really is in a brown, black, brown, and golden-hued woman. I'm giving shouts out to the beautiful women and all my Boston babes who are holding it down every single day. You're doing what you're supposed to do, and you're doing it with respect, self-respect, and respect for others. You're trying to help. You want to be a part of the solution of change. And I appreciate you for that. I really got to tell you, I absolutely appreciate you for that. And so uh, in closing, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to hold you all day long. I do not hear my phone lines ringing. Again, that number is 844-944-3953. W-H-G-E, give me a call. I'm Rochelle Wilson. Would love to hear from you. What are your thoughts and viewpoints and opinions on what, I, what I've said today. Does, does any of my broadcasts make some intelligent noise for your liberation of your mind and your way of thinking? Have I done anything to inspire you, to encourage you, to make you say, huh, oh yeah, that's, this is kind of interesting. Have I done that? If I've done that, give me a call and let me know that you're still, that I'm still on your team. That we're all on your team. That you're on my team. Team Rochelle. Speaking of teams, I want to talk about Team Justin. Justin is my son. And in 2010, actually was April 10th, 2010, my son was incarcerated, sentenced by a judge in Georgetown, Delaware, to 20, 25 years of incarceration uh, and probation for a liquor store robbery where no one was injured. And I believe, uh, according to Namdi Chakwocha, who did some, uh, you know, investigating for me, was kind enough to do some investigating for me. He let me know that allegedly Justin went back and robbed the store twice. So that's where the 20, 20 years comes in. But I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, people who have murdered, taken life, people who have murdered other human beings have not received 20, 25 years of incarceration. So why is my golden brown huge son still sitting in a prison today, 15 years later? Why is that? It's actually 14, but if we get past this year, it'll be 15 and we're not going to do that. We're going to cut it right here at 14 years. So I'm calling on you, ladies and gentlemen, who have any love and support for me, I am Rochelle Wilson. I am the mother of Justin Wilson. I'm asking you to sign my petition. Sign my petition that is requesting time served. 14 years for a liquor store robbery. Even two of them. Time served. No injuries. No one was hurt. Let him go. He has a son and children who are growing up and they need their father in order to stop the cycle. Of the black man massive incarceration. Let's stop the cycle. My grandson needs his father. 
right now. He's at that age. So let us let Justin out. I need your support to sign the petition demanding, uh, maybe that's a harsh word, strongly requesting and encouraging the immediate release of Justin Wilson for time served. I know what I've done in the background that you don't have any clue of how far I've had to bend over backwards in order to get to a point where my son is eligible, where people have heard my voice and my advocacy, my cry as a mother from my spirit. Help! You should have never given him 25 years in the first place. And he only did that because he is brown-hued. And he was sentenced in a place, uh, if you don't know about Georgetown, Delaware, please do the research. That is a place where even though it's not on the books, the old Jim Crow laws still exist. Georgetown, Delaware definitely needs some changes. We need change in Georgetown, Delaware. But that's where my son was sentenced by that judge. And so I'm calling on you, my friends, my family, comrades. If we're not friends, we may not be friends, but we could be comrades. And a comrade is simply someone who is the enemy of your enemy, who will stand with you and fight with you against an injustice. You don't have to be friends, but you believe in the same thing and you stand for the same principles. So you may not be my friend. I don't have a lot of friends, but I do have comrades and you have called me yours. So if you've called me your comrade, I'm asking you to show up at my event and sign the petition, which I will also be posting. If you're on my Facebook friends and family, I've got over 5,000 people who are my friend. Right now, I'm not so stupid or, or childish or immature that I think that all 5,000 or more people on my Facebook app is really my friend. I'm not that stupid. I know that. But I do believe that I have comrades. At least 3,000 of the 5,000 people are my comrades. Your signature on this petition will prompt and move the state of Delaware to release my son after 14 years of incarceration for time served. Will you help me to do that? Will you? Have I ever reached out and helped you in any way? Have I ever done anything that was supportive of you? If I've had, I'm now asking you to return the love. If I've shown you love, show me love. Show up at the event. If you can't be at the event, sign the petition. It will be on my Facebook and uh, to the best of my ability, I'm going to try to get it on my YouTube as well. Thank you to all of my YouTube subscribers. I love you, love you, love you. Please continue to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Rochelle Wilson, so that I can move forward with broadcasting from YouTube directly. That would help me so much in my platform. So thank you so much to my YouTube subscribers. But you can go on my Patreon app. You can go on any of my social media links and there you will find my uh, petition. Sign it and let's move forward with releasing Justin Wilson from incarceration after 14 years for a no injury crime.
And that's my two cents in that cookie jar. <laughs> so now that's four cents. I think I've put at least four cents together. Uh, this time change is just crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it really does cause a lot of health problems. And I've got to tell you, it was first initiated in World War One. In 1916 is when they first changed the time in order to give themselves more daylight so that they could fight the battles that were being fought. World War I, 1919, are you serious? It's now 2023. Can we stop changing the time, please? It's old, it's outdated, and it's causing a, an array of health problems in the world. People are stressed out over the time change and some folks who are already dealing with um, health concerns, it has caused strokes. The stress has caused them to have a stroke because what was 8 o'clock is 7 o'clock and then 7 o'clock becomes 9 o'clock and 9 o'clock is 10 o'clock and then 10 o'clock becomes 6 o'clock. Like what the fudge is going on? Leave the time alone. Let Mother Nature do her own thing. We'll be fine. We'll adapt to light and dark. It's okay. The time change is too much for people all over the world since 1916. Give me a break. And I'm Rochelle Wilson. And that's my time for today. That's my sixth sense, right? My sixth sense in the penny jar. I pray that I have done something to inspire you today, ladies and gentlemen, motivate you, even if it's because you agree to disagree with me, right? That you will be motivated to get up and be a part of the change. Remember that God loves you and so too do I. Be good to yourselves and please, for karma, be good to each other. I return you now to WHGE 95.3 FM. Peace and grace, family, friends and family. Love y'all. Uh, let's get out and enjoy the sunshine before the rain comes, right? Uh, but I do pray as my comrades, you will show up on April 8th at the Masjid on 28th and Washington Street. I need your signature. Uh, and if you can't, I'll be posting my, my petition here on Facebook. Please sign it. Please sign it. If I've ever done anything good in this world, sign the petition. Thank you. Peace and grace. Someone who cares the way I Didn't take me in time. Someone to understand. Nope, I'm a